Hello and welcome to The Download. I'm your host, Dave Richardson, and it is Tuesdays, which we promise are going to get more regular again, just like they, they used to be. The Tuesdays the we all remember growing up. Uh, we're joined by Stu Kedwell, co-head of North American Equities at RBC Global Asset Management. Stu, great to see you today. Dave, uh, thanks very much for having me. So, Stu, before we get into what's going on in markets right now, you turned me on to this Ted Lasso series. What's been going on the last two episodes? I'm just, I, I, I'm, I, I don't get it. Uh, well, Ted Lasso is not too far off of uh, what's gone on in markets. The script has uh, kind of bounced around a little bit in the last, uh, in the last two episodes. Um, and, uh, you know, the second season hasn't received uh, quite the same reviews uh, as the first season, although I think it's still been pretty solid overall. The, uh, the, the interest goes up and things get more volatile, just like the interest rates move up. And things get more volatile. Is 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 that really is that really all this is to, or is 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 there something more to what what you're seeing right now? Well, there's always you know there's always a you know a couple of ingredients in the short term that uh, you know market participants are left to deal with. So you know in my mind it's always useful to go back to say you know well what makes a stock price or what makes a market price, and um, you know there's two components to that. Uh, you know, maybe three. One's kind of combined with uh, with 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 the other. But you know, what you have is you have the multiple, and you have the amount of earnings. Yeah. And um, the amount of earnings uh, are not too volatile. They do go up and down, but they're not really you know as volatile as the market itself over long periods of time. And then you have the multiple, and uh, you know the multiple is a function of interest rates. It's a function of the risk premium, and it's a function of the growth that the people perceive in those earnings. So, you know, in the last month, uh, you know, where markets have, you know, been a little bit more volatile, you know, not too far off uh, really the levels they were through the summer, but uh, things have started to bounce around a little bit more. Uh, we've had some discussion points on each one of those four components. Okay. Uh, and again, it's, it's a little bit more short-term in flavor, but, you know, on the earnings front, uh, there's been, you know, no question that, you know, some of the supply issues have uh, caused, uh, you know, some discussion around uh, who's going to earn the money. So it's not just the level of earnings, but maybe it's going to go in certain people's pockets in a way that we didn't imagine it uh, before. And it's going to go a little bit less in some other people's pockets. So, yeah. you know, you've had oil prices do quite well. You've had natural gas prices do quite well. You know, a lot of things that, uh, you know, cause some of these supply chain angst, you've shifted, you might shift some profits from, from one group of companies to another. Um, you know, so that's one thing that's, uh, that's been a feature. Uh, the second is, you know, just around, you know, dovetailing into earnings growth uh, has been, you know, where fiscal policy is going to settle in the United States, which uh, is an awkward process to watch in real time often. Um, you know, so that's, that's one thing that's also out there. And then of course, you know, China Evergrande, yes. which, um, you know, again, uh, you know, how's the Chinese economy going to grow over time? Uh, you know, that will in all likelihood continue, but in the short term, you've taken uh, a big property, a developer, and you've, you know, thrown some cold water on its uh, prospects, uh, you know, given its balance sheet. And given the importance of residential real estate to the Chinese economy, so that's been you know something that's out there as well. And then um, on the uh, on the interest rate front, uh, you've also had the the, uh, the Federal Reserve really 
but a bunch of different central bankers around the world saying that you know, it might be time to start tapering the amount of bond purchases that they're making, which uh, you know, we've talked about in the past is a long way from uh, actually tightening interest rates, but it does withdraw at the margin some liquidity uh, from the market because it takes one buyer uh, and starts to diminish you know, how much they might be buying. So, you know, what we've seen in the last, uh, you know, two or three weeks, and, um, you know, this is, this is in some respects, uh, the market's having a bit of a discussion around in the last two or three weeks, although I think, you know, the broader discussion has been taking place for, for some time on these fronts, is, you know, after very strong moves, we're going through a period of digestion. And, um, and that's really what we're seeing right now. But it is, it is, you know, those, those four factors that really go into making up the, the marketplace uh, or the, the valuation of a company, uh, you know, we're having a bit of a discussion around a number of those pillars all at once, which is, uh, you know, which is why you see some, some uptick in volatility. Uh, you know, balanced against that, uh, you know, we go back to our longer term framework, which is that, uh, you know, interest rates in all likelihood are going to gradually rise. And, and, you know, that's been a feature in the last couple of weeks. Real interest rates uh, are likely to remain very low. Um, even, you know, right now they're negative. Uh, they'll likely remain a negative to some degree or, you know, maybe find their way back to zero. But, you know, central banks uh, are leaving uh, the table set here for, you know, not too much alternative when it comes to, uh, you know, earning a great return from, you know, from fixed income, particularly relative to inflation. So, you know, you know, equities still have, you know, a pretty good total return potential relative to what we might find on a real basis in uh, in fixed income. And, you know, that that kind of broader recipe for a portfolio hasn't changed, uh, notwithstanding, uh, you know, some volatility in the last couple of weeks. So, Stu, a, uh, a tremendous summary. And uh, we'll follow up next week with a little bit on on this time of year and um, and how you think about positioning your portfolio, uh, which will help other investors uh, thinking about their portfolios as you, as you come into this uh, to this time of year and, and the kind of circumstance that we're we're seeing right now. So uh, so so thanks for your time. I should also mention uh, that we're going to have Phil Langham on. He's going to be talking quite a bit about uh, what's going on in China, getting his thoughts on what's going on in China later this week on the on the podcast. Stu, thanks for uh, joining us as always. Great to hear what you had to say. Great, thanks, Dave.